Welcome to Flat Pop, the music video review podcast. My name's Thomas Wilshire, and somewhere towards the end of my 20s, I simply lost the thread of pop music. I stopped following it and started getting scared by it. I'm Imogen Harris. When I was a teenager, I considered all chart music to be tragic and uncool and thought that if everyone liked something, there was no way it could have any merit. Was it popular? Ugh. I was too good for something other people enjoyed. So... What's pop like these days? More importantly, what does it look like? Pop music is not really aimed at our demographic, but we are not going to let that stop us. Join us as we educate ourselves on modern pop by reviewing its music videos. Let's learn about Gen Z by examining its art. What new artists will we discover? What insights about the youth shall we glean? Will we become less scared? Let's Let's do do a a flat pop. pop! Hello, welcome to another flat pop. I'm here with the delightful Tom Wilshire. How are you? I, I'm a delightful again. Amazing. I'm very, I'm very happy with that. Thank you very much, Imogen. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm very excited to be talking uh, for the first time. This is definitely not a re-record. Absolutely not. Um, about uh, we've got two music videos again for you this week. So we're going to kick off with Suburban Uh Oh featuring Benet, and then after that, what have we got? We've got Sam Ryder's Space. Okay, so we're going to... Tell me about Suburban, oh, bitch. okay. <laughs> it's really good. I love it. So um, it's... Uh, it, the uh, Suburban's music is this sort of dark cabaret, I guess emo, it, it kind of would be what he would mm. fall into, I guess, but I think that it's like a sort of quite... Yeah, dark cabaret. Weird circus comes to town. Yes, yeah. The dark circus is here. Like, these people are creepy. Yes. In like a fun way. Yes. So yeah, we start off, and it, it, the sort of aesthetic is that... It's that 1950s suburbia as imagined by the 90s. So it's that, it puts me in mind of Edward Scissorhands. Ah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. Yes. That that bleak, that slightly washed out palette of things which are clearly the latest thing, but they are, they look very old to our eyes. But it's, I don't know, there's a sort of classic Americana. White picket fences. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost so naturally green lawns, yeah. pastel coloured houses. Landlines with incredibly long cords so you can wander from room to room using them. That's in your enormous American house. Yeah. Yeah, so we start off with a young religiously dressed person, uh, which is suburban himself themselves, uh, with a creepy fixed smile, kind of Joker-esque carved into his face. Very Jack Nicholson's Joker-esque. Yes. Again, maybe another sort of 90s nod. Though. Yeah. I think that was that 89 or 90. You, it's it's I think ninety would be my instinct, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but yeah, that that it's like a Chelsea grin, mm. but but a very particular one. Whereas Heath Ledger's Joker had a very authentic Chelsea smile, mm. this Jack Nicholson's one had an upturned. Yes, yeah, so pushing his cheeks up. Yes, exactly, which is exactly like grimace. Suburban yeah, in this music video, and he's holding a book, so it's made clear that. This isn't exactly religious. The book under his arm uh, is Virgil's Chronicle. So I don't know why. I don't know what that's a reference to. I know who Virgil was, obviously, greatly Aeneid, but aside from that. In Dante's um, Inferno, Virgil escorts Dante around ooh. the levels of hell, doesn't he? Very good. Yes, he does indeed. He's Dante's guide. Again, you could, you could apply some of that to, mm. to the music video, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So the the... the 
the suburban comes up to the door, the householder, the proprietor, shuts it in his face and he then busts his way in and prepares you very like calmly and eerily stilly gliding around the house, wreaking havoc and interacting with the, the denizens. He is incredibly calm throughout mm. this. This home it's a home invasion. Yes. Yeah, when they respond very violently, though, which you would think with a baseball bat and stuff, which um, has no effect on him, he first of all shoots up through the floor into the child's room, who's dressed in like a cowboy hat and pajamas, and spits a dice like a gaming piece onto the floor. I don't get what that no. symbolises. No idea. Um, and then carries it up through the house to where the daughter is having a bubble bath. Oh, is there a lyric about playing a dangerous game? Yes, there is. So maybe... It seems quite literal, but you're right. Well spotted. Maybe the dice... I don't know. Yeah, the I dice don't know. The dice is a dangerous game. It's a very dangerous game of D&D. Rocks might fall. So <laughs> busting through the bath. And also, this is a nice moment because there's no attempt made to like exploit this young woman for skin and flesh here. You see nothing in the bubble bath. When she leaves the bubble bath, she puts on a very modest dressing gown. So yeah, she's know, just scared. She's yeah. just a vehicle to exhibit fear for, yes. of, for whatever suburban is. Well, rather sweetly, when he comes up through the bubble bath, although he is dry, he has bubbles making a sort of white Christmassy beard, which is quite sweet. He looks at her in a very kind of sympathetic, sort of pity the little children way, which is quite an amusing moment. Yes. Um, she runs downstairs, they run from room to room, and then they, they take their corded phone off the wall and take it, it's a rather nice teal colour. Barricade themselves in a room and call the police, but who should be on the other end? The very unsympathetic Benet. Um, what do you know about the singer Benet? Very little, in truth. She has that voice that all female singers seem to have at the mm. moment. Slightly willowy. Yeah, a something cutesy, reedy. but not girl. It's sort of girlish, but not... Yeah, it's like it's a distinctive thing that they're doing. as an affect that they do with their voice. Um, she is... You'd... I quite like it. I don't yeah, mind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get no shade. She, you'll know her from her breakthrough hit, Super Lonely. Super Lonely. You've mentioned this to me before. Mm, I should have mentioned it before one. we watched this. I didn't, but I will look it up. Yeah, so she's from New Zealand. She's a very successful singer. And her Super Lonely came, I think, just before, that's how you have to say it, just before lockdown. So sort of, I think, became the kind of unofficial anthem for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and she's got a very 90s aesthetic as well, which obviously for me, seeing the sincerely adopted fashions of my teenagerhood, recycled with a, an ironic and um, self-aware, almost as a joke. It's quite interesting for me to kind of see that happen. I was at an event a few weeks ago, a few months ago, which was a PR event, and the, the theme was goth. And so there are all these 25-year-olds doing 90s goth as a joke. Right. Just as we, you know, if I said, oh, it's 60s. Like, Did this bring about a crisis for you? Or no, were you all right? Oh, no, I was, I was, I was kind of entertained. I had to sort of make sure that I didn't at any point go up to one of them as a I used to have one of those. Or, <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, you would never wear your stout buffalo trainers with that, um, with a with a floral print dress. That was two very different aesthetics. No, I didn't. I didn't do any of that. Um, but I thought about it. Yeah. And I thought fondly of some of the things I used to own as a child. I had like a big rubber spiky purse, which might be the most nineties. Oh ever. hell, I remember those. Yeah, that was very cool. Had yes. I had big buffalo trainers. I got all my clothes from charity shops. I never went full goth. I never mm. really, I never really attached to a. I had lots of friends who were kind of skate skaters, I suppose. Mm. And in Birmingham, the skaters and the goths and the emos all hung out um, near the cathedral. Oh, okay. Um, and also quite near where we went to drama school, the, uh, the link yeah. building and stuff. You, you know, lots of hugs, lots of fishnet stockings, that mm. kind of thing. Uh, but I never really. You were much more of a tie dye and long hair man. I was, so. I was. Yeah, by the time I, got to that I, I, I did, but it, but it, it was. 
I'm not trying to claim that I was other people more tie dye, obviously, <laughs> but amongst my, I wasn't part of a hippie gang. Or, okay. Or, or not that hippies have gangs. Mm. They just have, I don't know, salons. I've got no idea. Communes, that's yeah. more like it, yes. Um, so I went through a phase where I wore a lot of black. Okay. But it, but it, but I'm but still it going just, through that phase, listen. Yeah, yeah. It's completely dressed you in want, black. You are just completely dressed in black. And the only bit that isn't black is the slightly fraying on your on your short. Apart yep, from that, my you black are, shorts are yeah, a bit grey. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. And you're even drinking Coke Zero, which is black as well, aren't you? <laughs> it's, is everything all right? I've just got brand integrity. Okay, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Got on that. Uh, ben A, she uh, answers the phone as the police officer. She gives them no help or succour at all. She's complete, She basically says, ah, this is your fault, you brought it on yourself. We don't know what they've done, do we? No. What have they done? What they've done to, I guess, a smugness. They have, what they did was turn him away. He came with the truth, with a kind offer, and they turned him away, I guess. Is the ah, so the slight um, yes, is right I at the beginning so. when they close the door on him. Yes. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes total sense. Um, think they can turn, the, they can shut this out, this thing they don't want to engage with. They think they can just say, not today, thank you, but their safe suburban world is shattered. Yes. By suburban. Um, so yeah, they chase him out into the garden, fall to their knees, begging for mercy because nothing's worked against this. And he pulls a roll of paper out of his mouth with much drool and disgustingness, mm. unrolls it and sticks it to the father's forehead. Now we've paused the video several times to see what it says in here. It definitely says joy. And more. Joy and more. We think it says extraordinary joy and more. Eight steps, four. And then the, the writing is, is over a yellow brick road style mm. thing. It's very... Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, it's very Watchtower. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he shoots up into the sky, his his mission delivered. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this music video. What did you think? Uh, yeah, but I concur. It, it was, again, it, it was eerie in a way that I really like, you know. The, the, uh, I love the way he hovered. Mm. There was a bit in the bathroom where he appears and he's levitating. Yeah. He, he, it was a bit where his eyes roll into the back of his head before he shoots up and pokes the, though that's quite an, unsettling. Mm. I, I, I do like a little bit of uncanny valley creep, you know, horror mm. stuff creeping into music videos. Billie Eilish does does mm. similar things. She she cries black ink yeah, yeah, and stuff, it's but it's all unsettling. a bit unsettling yeah. and strange. And I, I really like that. But we are always on his side. Like, although he is a sinister and threatening presence to these households, we see it, like, he's our point of view character. Like, we enter with him, we live with him. Yeah. And we don't, although, as you say, that the crimes of this household, particularly at the kid, what can the kid have possibly done? I guess it's the way they respond to this offer, this they, offer of extraordinary joy. They hit, they hit him with a mm. baseball bat. That later on, a shotgun is, yeah. is 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 brought out. The song is 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 definitely linked with this music video. Mm. Um, it's all about um, uh oh, making recompense, mm. uh, erring, and what what are the ramifications of yeah. of, of your error? Like what what are yeah, the consequences? Yeah, you brought this on yourself. Like this was yeah. This is your fault. You deserve this stuff. Which is um, satisfying and rewarding. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I did too. And I think that the, the actual punishment that the householders have isn't that bad. Like this is just, they're just being confronted by the truth and an offer of joy. Which, you know, to be fair, I'm never rude to Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm sure you're not. I'm not rude to them, but I don't linger. No, I don't want to engage with them, but because uh, I think we wasted both our times. But I've never just, you know, told them to fuck off, or I've never slammed a door, or anything like that. There was a um, a period of time in in Birmingham 
where the oh Tom Cruise's religion Scientology. Oh my God, yes. Where the Scientologists, the, yeah, the Scientologists you care about these people. They're very litigious. They would try and lure you into a room to have a stress test, mm. uh, the result of which would inevitably result in you needing to, you know, yeah, join spend. Scientology. I did one of those once. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I got my results back with my personality tests, and they said that I was hostile and resistant to criticism. And I said, I don't think that's the case. But <laughs> and you it, said, fuck off. <laughs> Thing. There's no way you can you can answer that, is there? That's the have you stopped beating your wife question. Yeah, yes, no, it is. Because it is. you can't if you go, oh yeah, I agree with you. Then bingo, you have. And if you say, well, I have, if you, how dare you say that about me? Were you successfully converted? No, I wasn't. I, I was not. I didn't. It didn't work out to me and Scientologists. I think to everyone's relief. Did they try and get you to buy their literature? Because that's yes. what happened to a friend of mine. Quite mm. a hard sell on the old. Of yeah, the old yeah. tomes. You, you need this help and you need these courses and yeah. we, can, we can fix you. What a crumb of um, fucking shit. Know. Well, let's, let's be careful with what we say about them. They're very... Are they Indeed. not listening? Are the Scientologists listening? <laughs> They're always listening. listening. You bugged <laughs> your room years ago, Tom. Cool. Okay, so yeah, what, what score would you give Suburban? Well, oh. I mean, I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a four from me. Okay, I'm... Mm, you see, I did really enjoy it. I did enjoy it, but it didn't. I think for me, it lacked half marks for cowards. We said half marks for the cowards. You you said that. You you said that a lot. I do. I believe it. Um, because otherwise, just madness lives that way. They just yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what happens. And we want this really really important podcast to have some integrity, don't we? <laughs> we've got our integrity. We've got nothing, yeah. Tom. Carry <laughs> on. We don't have our integrity. We've got nothing, Tom. Okay, I'm gonna think. I've thought about this too much. I? I'm giving it a four. I liked it. I liked it. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Now we're going to uh, have a look at Sean Ryder's Spaceman. Spaceman. And you can't wait for this, oh can you, God, Imogen? I mean, it's, yeah, this is, this is our Eurovision entry, wasn't it? That, that's right. That's right. It did very well. Surprisingly successful Eurovision entry. In, indeed. And this is the official Eurovision music video that we're watching. Mm, yes. Well, Not his live performance. They had time to think about it. Here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll talk us through um, the action, if you like. Mm. So, welcome back to Sundown with Larry Fleck, blazes across the screen. Larry Fleck is an amazing name, and by the look of it, um, it's a talk show host uh, situation, and uh, he's about to interview Sam Ryder, who is the eponymous yeah. space. <laughs> so, Larry, welcome Sam. Did you enjoy that? I did, yeah. Good, yeah. good. Thank you very much. What how talented you are. Larry, welcome Sam, who's delighted to be there. He stamps his feet in delight, mm. in fact. He gives a wriggle of pleasure. And then Larry asks the kind of penetrating question we used to seeing chat show hosts ask, when you wrote this song, Sam, where was your head at? Mm. I like that they, they he holds up his vinyl record, Sam's Ryder's vinyl record, where he's sporting a, a, a kind of 10 years ago man bun. Yes, he is. A real Hackney man bun he's got going on. But the rest of the time we see him with his loose hair flowing like a My Little Pony. So yeah. Yes, Sam presents as a kind of, uh, I suppose you'd say a kind of hippie... Yeah, unthreatening rocker. Yeah, I believe he's into he's he's, he's from the coast, isn't he? I believe he likes mm. surfing and stuff. So oh, I think okay. he's got a bit of that going on yeah. as well. So he looks, he looks like a sweetheart. I think I think he comes over very well generally yeah, in, in nice. interviews and so on. Unthreatening sweetheart. The the question though that um, Larry Fleck throws at Sam throws him into deep introspection, plunges friendly hairy Sam into a whirlpool of deep introspection. Then he sings the opening line to the song to the amusement of Larry, mm. uh, and then he levitates. Yeah, which is open. It's improvised, which raises an interesting question about how diegetic this is, 
because... What does diegetic mean? You Okay, you know... No, I don't. Okay, diegetic means existing in the world, generally of the film or the place. So, like, Got you. if a song is playing on the radio in a film, it's diegetic. The characters can hear it. Right. It's non-diegetic, only the audience is aware of it. So is this song, this whole song that's happening, is it diegetic or non-diegetic? And the implication is it's diegetic. Like, Larry Black, what is Larry? Fleck. Larry Fleck, sorry. He can hear. Yes, I think the audience can hear because yeah. they're confused. But I don't. I think they can hear... But I don't think what we see is what they see. I don't think the, the music video doesn't give us to understand that. I get the impression that the live studio audience and Larry see Sam sit there singing the song. Okay, they don't. And we depart with I think Sam. That bit is imaginary because he's in the yes. chair. He's, his yes. vehicle is the chair. But I think that bit is in Sam's head. Okay. And if we were to see what the studio audience was seeing, we would just see him sat there singing the song. Okay. I disagree. No, I no, think, no, fair enough. I think the whole thing really happens and we, we should, we should, we're given to understand the whole thing really happens. Because right at the end, Larry Fleck says, what the bleep was that? Yeah. Which, if someone just started, if so you've got a singer on and they just started singing, yeah. you might be a bit surprised, but you wouldn't be outraged. Oh, you I see. You wouldn't be like, we got a singer on to talk about his song and he started singing. This has never happened before. But he doesn't answer the question, does he? The song doesn't answer the question, does it? It's, where's your head at? When he wrote this. Yeah. And he says he was up in space. Mm. Well, I mean, it alludes to the question. I, 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 I suppose. I think. Anyway, so so whether it really happens or not, I say it does. Tom says it's We imaginary. can agree it's not clear. It's unclear. Yes, it's mysterious. And, um, it's nice when we agree, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> you really love this one, don't you? So I really don't. I mean, as Sam, right, let me finish telling them about sorry, the music video before you pour your poison all over it. <laughs> Just um, So... As Sam and his chair rise above the audience, we see that Larry and the audience now approve of his high-pitched message. He sings of isolation, aspiration, and fallibility. Kind of. He glides, <laughs> he glides over London in his chair. We see an exhausted nurse watching him. I'm now going to list the various sorts of people we see looking up at Sam as he glides over. Almost a bit messianic, isn't it? Yeah. The well, way he's, he... you know, he's like the ISS going over. You know, you all look up to see if you, yeah. you know, everyone's looking up to see this. An exhausted nurse, which yep. must be a reference to the pandemic. A bloke with headphones, a couple of alfresco lovers, who you quite mm. rightly pointed out, are not kissing like normal people kiss. No, they don't look like they're into it, but they do look like they've been shouted repeatedly. <laughs> yes, to, yeah. To do it more. 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 <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Kiss they met more. that morning. Um, a balloon seller and some basketball players. We see two police officers mm. aggressively arresting a, we presume, a, a criminal. He's got a cap on, after all. I mean, I, yeah, that's an assumption we shouldn't make, but the police assume he's a criminal. Yeah, uh, a cyclist has a tumble and is helped up as gentle Sam sings about gravity pulling him down. It becomes clear that the video is just a series of different sorts of people looking up at mm. Sam. Yep. At their own potential. Yeah, maybe. Who, who cares? There is a chap sunbathing in gold shiny pants, which is fun. You can see the outline of his penis. You can, I pointed that out. Marks out of five. What, the penis? Yep. Penis is a five out of five. Oh, well, look at that. How inclusive of you, <laughs> you lying she devil. Uh, there's a chap, somebody, yeah, sorry, and, and then all the gawping muggles sing the hook, and Sam returns to the ground. And it's at this point that I lost all patience. Yeah. It's really boring, this music video. He returns really, back to the studio. It's really boring. It is pretty boring. So, given like the scope of what he's talking about, this space, celestialness. He doesn't even get to space. He doesn't even get to space. Is he's it, in he, a very low Earth orbit. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. No, not even that. He, he can hit telegraph poles. Yeah. Like, there's no... He can breathe. He yeah. clearly hasn't left our atmosphere. He's not in space. Not up I in space, I suppose he is a man. Yes. The, 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 the potentially problematic 
arresting bit, mm. um, I think, is is that they that they go at making it more palatable is that one of the police officers is black. Yes. And and the, uh, the criminal, by the way, is, is white. And also, at one point, the criminal sings, I'm in the wrong place, man. Mm. And it's also sung by the police officers, implying a kind of, yeah. both these people are, are both human beings and they're both just in the wrong... What everyone else is sort of looking away from is difficult moments in their life. So, one point, we see a young person who has two young people behind her having a fight, which she's sort of not intervening in and looks quite yeah, nasty and scrappy. And everyone's sort of looking at their difficult lives and then they look up to the heavens at heavenly heavenly sam bleating away like sean the sheep they oh look i like that <laughs> keep being mean about yes him. they're keeping me the about him no like he's fine i just don't like his voice i just that he has a look in my opinion he has a little too much vibrato so there's a trill which very easily slides into a beat i think that's first not to my taste fair enough so yeah they're, they're all kind of looking away from these difficult moments in their lives so there's the implication that the difficult moment in her life is this is this violent arrest of a criminal. That like this isn't what she joined the police to do, is the sort mm. of implication. One wonders anyway, it is it feels a very political bit, but in a very apolitical song. I suppose my yes, and, and if we're following that through, maybe she's tired of arresting people for having mm. a small bag of cannabis on them when yeah. she'd rather be, you know, affecting change be... in a Helping the community, not like persecuting people. For, not put, not not um, persecuting the poor. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. hope she hopes she'll be bringing down all the dogs. You did make. I'm, I'm going to. You know, Imogen made me laugh a lot when we were watching the video just now because when she looks away to look up at Sam, you suggested mm. she was looking away so the evidence could be planted. Well, her colleague could plant some evidence on this guy who's vociferously, <laughs> vociferously resisting arrest. Yeah, I mean, okay, it, it's it's boring. It's a boring song. And yeah. you put it in the canon of songs likening being in space to feelings of isolation. Obviously, Space Oddity, Rocket Man, Babylon Zoo, Space Man, which every single time he goes Space Man, I, I, I want it to be Babylon Zoo. Mm. I want it to turn into that song because that was so much of a better song. Or, um, were, or were we just young? No, we've listened to it since because a good friend of mine actually genuinely and unironically likes it. And he put mm. it back on, on and I was like, yeah, it's a good song. Please, 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 It's just the beginning. Yeah. I always wanted you to go. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a, it's a good song. Catchy, it's nice. So yeah, it, in the pantheon of songs about space and the idea of space as metaphor for isolation and being separate from the rest of humanity, it, it it's not it's not a good one, is it? No. I'm going to say that I the, the song has grown on me over, over listens, mm. and I now like it. Mm. I'm not saying that it's my favourite song. I like the song. So I you're also... genuinely saying that if you would just say you're having one of those like Spotify evenings, sometimes it might cross your mind to put on Sam Ryder's Spaceman and listen to it purely for your own pleasure. You like it. You're, you're, you're maybe endowing me with more active thought there. I can imagine having it on a playlist and then putting that playlist on at a party okay. and then it would come on and maybe you would scowl at me yes, all angry in your, in your black outfit and everything. <laughs> so you'd, so you'd scowl at me no, I'd sing and, I would go, it, you know? and I would go defensively. I like it, okay? I like it. I would sing along with it while making eye contact with you and making them bleep like Sean Sheep. It's what I was. Fair, 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 fair enough. But you're saying if this put, came on your Spotify list at a party yes. that you wouldn't spring forward in shame to skip to the next You're part, speaking to you're the saying. man who um, unapologetically has... Doesn't have has, has, has the <laughs> Yes, that. And also, like, I put Lighthouse Family on at parties oh, and stuff what? and own that. Are these parties you've had that you've never invited me to? These are, these are, <laughs> these are, 
Is it You're also... essentially Mark Corrigan of Deep Show. <laughs> Lifted. You see, what happens <laughs> when there isn't an awful lot to talk about the music video is we end up talking mm. about other shit. Well, I mean, there is there's something else we can talk about with this music video is uh, that the is Eurovision. Yes, of course, oh, and Eurovision. how well it did. It did very well, and I, I was glad to see that we'd finally started taking it a bit more seriously because yes. I think for the last ten years there was a rather unpleasant idea that we had in this country that we were sort of there was the idea that. that Eurovision was ridiculous, obviously, obviously. Our sort of rube cousins, our continental cousins, mm-hmm. um, who don't know about good music and you unironically like rubbish pop that's behind 20 years behind the rest of it, that they think this stuff is good. Yeah. And we know that it isn't, so we are taking the piss out of it. And that's very, it's just a very unbecoming. It's actually. incredibly condescending, isn't it? Yes, and inaccurate. We've taken it seriously because we've actually chosen a, an artist and a song which people in Europe like. Mm. So if you watched Eurovision, I don't think you did, did you? I didn't. I was I, I, I did. The, 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 they were singing along with it, the crowd. Like okay. they had been exposed to it, to it before okay. because Samurai is a TikTok sensation. Mm-hmm. The song has been out there for a while. Um, not that I knew about it. But, no, not me. But, well, we know that it was on TikTok. People, we are going to get on TikTok. Yeah, as soon I, as I, I get know, new yeah. phones, we're going to get on TikTok. I don't have any space on my phone at phone school. Right. Yes, and so it was already popular to an extent. Okay. I mean, other European countries have been doing this for, for years mm. because, you know, if you want to take part in a competition, you probably want to make sure that you're entering yeah. something half Someone who's done it before. Half decent. At least once. For me, speaking as someone who used to be very indifferent towards Eurovision but has found a joy in it largely thanks mm. to my wife and, and our friends, I, I think it's the classic, it's, it's a great thing for being something that everyone knows is a bit odd and a bit strange, mm. but at the same time, you, it's so easy to draw really nice, lovely things from it. All these countries coming together, yeah, all showing off message. what they've got. It's brilliant. It's brilliant yeah, stuff. The universal power of music. And yeah, and to, to do it in a very sneery way or in an I'm too mm. cool for school kind of way, it's just, it's just a very, it's oh, very it's, mean-spirited. It's so British, isn't it? Yeah, we think we invented sarcasm. Or, yeah. And we, we really didn't. And it's, it's yeah, it's very unbecoming mm. for the last few decades of the sort of, and I don't wish to denigrate any of the artists who've gone forward, but... Oh, know, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. And the, yeah, there's a very sneering up the sneery sleeve about uh, Yeah, I, I um, totally agree. And I, I hope that is over, because Eurovision is a load of fun. Other countries know it's fun. They're not taking it seriously. Well, they're not being solemn. They take it seriously, but they're not solemn about it. Yeah, no, no, exactly. You know? I mean, it should be fun. It is, it, it, exactly. It really ties into what, was, what, what one of the reasons we do this podcast is because pop music is really fun. There's normally lots mm. of fun things to talk yeah. about, it, isn't it? You know, fun and enjoyable. it's trivial and fun. Yeah, but also, you know, reflect sometimes quite interesting, deep things, and can be very of the moment. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. And Spaceman does that, doesn't it, Imogen? Well, I'm not going to say that he does. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, you know what? It was fine. It was fine. Mm. Well done, Brynn, it was fine. And you, I'd rather that than, I mean, Gemini, were they the brother and sister pair? Yes, yes. That weird crackle of incestuous tension between Yes. That just, it's like, really, what were we doing? That was such a cold diss of the rest of the continent of Europe and the performers themselves, Gemini, who sort of put forward as if they were a joke. Mm. This is a joke and everything's a joke. Yeah. And then I think we got, that was the year we got North Park. Yeah. Deservedly so. I agree. Well, Sam knocked it out of the park. He did everything but win. He won the judges' vote. Okay. Yeah, it was the popular vote, and obviously the popular vote went to Ukraine. Yes. So Ukraine came first, we came second. Mm-hmm. As we came second, we have been approached and asked if we'll host the Eurovision next year. Are you aware of that? Oh, no. Well, I know that um, Ukraine, that Zelensky said, 
that they would be hosting it next year in a, a free and democratic Ukraine. And, you know, let's hope that happens. Absolutely. Apparently that's looking unlikely now. And mm. apparently we have been approached oh, okay, to, cool. to host. Sort of host for them. And yes. And maybe have Ukrainian hosts. That would be very cool. Yeah, yeah. I just that. hope, I really hope if we do host it, as, as convenient as it would be to host in London, wouldn't it be nice to give another city a go? Are you thinking um, Birmingham? Someone suggested down. someone suggested Edinburgh, and I think it would be a cracking place to have the yeah, why not? contest. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I think I it's mean, a, a, good, a good shout. One of the things that always gets levelled against the Eurovision Song Contest is that it's political, that the voting is political, mm. which I don't see as necessarily a bad thing. That's always said as if this should be some pure artistic expression. You can't separate art from the context in which it's created. And yes, it's political, and that's I think that's okay. Like... It may just be coincidentally that Ukraine did the best song. They've won before, haven't they? So I, I, I believe they that, have. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying it's unthinkable that Ukraine could win in the same merit. Well, no, no, of course not. But it also may not be um, a coincidence that in a show of support for the nation of Ukraine, Europe has, like, is showing yeah, its support, that's and that's political. And I don't see that as a bad thing. No, 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 no. of course not. You, you, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? That's the idea. And if it's not, and if we can rally around a country that's you know going through some mm. hard times, absolutely, yeah, we should be like throwing away time and supporting them. And this is one of the ways we do. What are you giving this one out of five, Imogen? Okay, I'm honestly let me give this a two. It's a boring song. It's a boring video. Okay, uh, harsh. Three stars from me. You think fine? You think just fine? Just fine. Fine. Okay. Well, there we go. It was fine. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We uh, Imogen and I hugely appreciate it. And we would like to thank you both. Yeah, we'd like to thank you both. Thank you so much for coming along. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, no, catch you down the road. See you later. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flat Pop. If you liked it, please tell your friends, family, and strangers, or don't, and pass our opinions off as your own. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram as Flat Pop Pod. Unarguably the best part of the podcast, our music, comes courtesy of Gareth Cooper. Thanks, Gareth. See you next time.